0: Is this a crossover episode?
1: Man, I don't care if this is the last episode of the year. Do the intro, man. I don't know that shit. I didn't do the intro
0: last episode. Why you want me to do the intro
1: this episode? No, you technically did it, the intro.
0: I didn't. Did you notice that that same speech I gave before the podcast, I gave it again right there before I blew the candles out? I was like, yeah, oh bro I was hammered oh wow I don't even think I just felt tipsy like I didn't feel drunk
1: nothing was like your birthday two years ago though that was ridiculous my guy uh, PTSD oh PTSD shit anyway, do, do the intro I don't know it man I, I hear it all the time Sean, I do the me.
2: intro this week on no boundaries podcast <laughs> <laughs> will Jay get his shit together <laughs> <laughs> will Will ever find happiness <laughs> Tune in, find out
1: I like that
0: That actually works like, Yeah, that works. I man. feel like I'm getting ready to watch Dragon Ball Z
1: Bruh they, re- they rebooting that shit right They always
0: rebooting it Well I can't say they always rebooting it We just always getting it late oh, It's yeah. coming on Netflix Is it? Yeah
1: Yeah cause I seen It Man 4 came out But can't see shit with that Cause it's Yeah Yeah But yeah man what y'all get for Christmas?
2: Not a goddamn thing. Y'all be getting that number? Well, I don't know. I chilled. I stayed at the crib, really, honestly. Oh, okay. Had to get some rest, man. Fuck that.
1: Dog, I'm talking about, I didn't leave my house until maybe like seven at night. I just was in the house all day just chilling.
0: I I got a hoodie and a scarf. Oh, really? Which, I don't like scarves that much, but my mom's like, it's going to get cold in Charlotte. You might as well have a scarf.
1: Oh, okay. Mama knows. Mama it's knows. It's polo though, so, you know. okay, so you might flex a little bit. I might flex a little bit. Okay. You on
2: your Joe Budden fits type shit? I I need to give me a badass fedora. <laughs>
1: can you wear a fedora?
2: Probably not. I don't think I, so. I got I got hair issues. Yeah. It's funny because he probably crying and shit because he didn't get that Drake interview before Rap Radar.
1: So can somebody explain to me like who this Elliot guy is? I know he was a journalist and you're always you used to always send me shit from him.
0: He was a editor. Was he editor at the Source too, or was it just Double XL? I think Double XL. Yeah, he was an editor at Double XL. He's like the some kind of upper echelon in Rock Nation, like a brand manager kind of guy. But he's, I mean, he's he's deeply rooted in hip hop. He has been for years now. I guess you could say.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Well, well. So <clears throat> once again, I don't have no idea what the Drake uh, interview was about. I just always feel it's funny when somebody calls their own press conference. That's what it felt like to me. Like, I saw it. I'm like, somebody said, um, Yeah, Drake has this two hour thing on rap radar. And I'm just like, Well, oh, it's good for Drake. I have zero interest. Because, like you said, I mean, I knew he, would, I don't call it candid or whatever you want, but I mean, I knew it wasn't going to really be transparent. I haven't seen anything transparent yet. I just saw like a bunch of Jay Z moments. You know how Jay Z has an interview and like, it's some shit that you want to pick out of it because you feel like, Oh, this is some real shit. That's all Drake was doing, in my opinion.
2: But yeah, it's gonna get mean to death. It's gonna oh, have the little God. clips and everything. It's already happening. Anyway, yeah, but, exactly.
1: You know. Which you knew that was gonna happen. I mean, might have an album coming out next month. Who knows? I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out where Big Sean album at though. I swear he was supposed to drop an album like in November.
2: He was the hottest rapper in the game for about a year,
1: mm-hmm. a year and a half. Then he just fell off the earth. Boy, I start tripping, man. Some, it's something wrong with him, dog. It's that woman. And but see, to me. In a weird way, he's like similar to like, the Dream and J Lo. Uh, you know about the Dream, right? The Dream got like he the Dream is different girlfriend. And, but why you like you looking at me because of JLo? Lo?
0: No, I'm, I'm 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 waiting for the comparison.
1: I mean, it's just in and out of relationships, just serial daters. They're just they just like that's weird to me. Like how how do you get into a serious relationship with somebody that, when you know that you're a rebound? That's and that's what pretty much Big Sean does. Like what wasn't he with Ariana? And he was with somebody else before that. It's his 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 relationships are usually pretty public. Cause I know he um he technically took Janae from um
0: Where her dot, husband was.
1: Dr. Genius.
0: Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah,
1: that's why him and Kim Cutter don't fuck around Kid, Kid Cutter don't fuck around no more. Cause him, him yeah, and Dot are cool. But anyways, I just I just feel it's funny, man. Like it's weird. It's even weirder because I think about like A rods is about to marry J Lo, right? Like, she's a 50-year-old. Five time divorcee I'm just saying, bro. Like you're a Rod.
2: How many World Series did he win? I think she got him beat. <laughs> oh. No, no. I, I think
1: I think that's for real, though. I think because I think he has four, or maybe does he have five?
2: Honestly, I don't know. He he. Dev- I think he has like two. I'm just being an asshole. Of oh
1: shit! I thought he had a couple of them. <laughs> or, or yeah, but but no, it's just weird to me. It just it makes me think like what people, what, where's a person's mind at when they're getting with somebody like that.
2: Unfortunately you're describing more than 90% of Hollywood though
1: I've said that before too That shit is weird as fuck Cause I mean I want not even say uh, They even said Scarlett Johansson's on her third marriage And she's only 35 like, A lot Jesus. of these cats
2: have kids the same age That are from different women type shit oh, man. Especially athletes and shit like that Boy athletes be
1: wild. I ain't, know, I ain't know Muhammad Ali was out there. Was it Ali or Vandy Holyfield. No, it's Holyfield. Holyfield out there, boy. He got like 11 kids, 8 different girls. Oh, yeah. 8 different wives and shit. That shit wild, man. I, I just think, I just don't see how... Don't
0: George got like 13 kids and all of them named George or something like that? Yeah. 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 Oh, it's I, it's, it's, I exaggerate it's, 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 the 13, but it, it, I, I know they're all named George. Damn. We want to talk about a narcissist.
1: Hmm. Ooh. Yeah, people don't even know when... When a narcissist is really a narcissist in my opinion They just kind of throw that label around I just I
2: want mean? to interrupt y'all for a second To congratulate y'all on the last episode I fuck with it real heavy And uh, I feel like it was a real positive situation I feel like you need something like that About every once a month Or three months type of thing To where you could all just chop it up With people that you fuck with And get your thoughts out and shit I think it was real, real healthy type shit
1: Oh yeah 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 yeah
2: I don't think people understood the The value of that how how monumental that really could have been not that it wasn't but i mean it could have sustained for a little longer
0: it felt very festivist to me like it was the airing of grievances at at the festivist
1: oh yeah definitely um
2: what's the festivist by the way i mean i know what it is but the
0: streets don't know what that is
1: it's the 23rd of december right
0: is it yeah i think it's the 23rd
1: frank costanza was was he just being a cheap ass (laughs) He just did what want to celebrate. He just hated
0: everybody, <laughs> he, he, and so he, he made up his own holiday to where you get to talk trash to the people that's been pissing you off all week.
1: <laughs> Goddamn Frank Costanza, bro. That's, Seinfeld is monumental, no matter what anybody says. Yeah, they was arguing on uh, Twitter about uh, who had the sickest shoe game. Was it Seinfeld, Martin, or Fresh Prince?
0: Mm. I'd, I'd have to go Fresh Prince because he was more conscious of the shoe game. Jerry was probably just like, "Hey, I like these sneakers. <laughs> Basically, so I hey, put these on." Yeah,
2: Will, I probably had to give it to Will also. He just caught it at the best time period, really. Yeah, well, Martin and Will kind of were at the around the same time, but I
0: don't know. I guess Will showcased it a little more.
1: The, the whole fit was nice.
0: Yeah, Martin was still tuck, tucking in shirts and jeans and stuff like he that. Tucked
1: in a basketball jersey one time, I think. <laughs> Martin was Martin was <laughs> an interesting guy.
0: <laughs> but those were the times.
1: Yeah. 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 But yeah man uh i i I, I like the last episode too i mean i like the fact that everybody was kind of into it people were shy as hell but people were like actually like invested and you know obviously the more extroverted people were talking and giving their opinions but it definitely felt good to like command everybody's attention and actually get people to just like talk positively you know whether even if it was like something that they felt like it was like oh i gotta get this off my chest they still executed it in a way that was like it was positive in my opinion
0: and it was the, okay, I don't agree with Wells says. Here's my chance to Wells shut him down shit. right now. <laughs> Basically. Well, it's a piece of shit, but you know, I, I, <laughs> I swear.
1: I'm I not going to fight
2: him, but I'm just going to not agree with anything he ever says in life.
1: <laughs> it's okay. And I, I
2: and confront him at every second of the day. Bro. I'm getting used to it now. I told you, embrace the damn controversial shit. You eh. keep trying to run
0: away from the shit. It, keep, it, I, it's, it's inevitable.
1: Eh. Eh. So you just like being a good guy,
0: huh? I'm not even the good guy. It's just that you're so bad <laughs> that nobody cares what I say.
1: That's crazy, though. Know? Jay just
0: playing
2: Live City. He just setting <laughs> you up. He just allowing you to do all type of 360 dunks,
1: Yeah. Like
0: off the backboard, arm in the rim. Right, like <laughs> they don't care what they don't even they don't even notice that I'm there most of the time. That's
1: fucked up, man. It's true. <laughs> it's
0: like it's just that you know they just hate you so much that they think you're there by yourself.
1: That's what it is. Like I, I fuck the bullshit. Like they literally dislike me. And it's hilarious because no matter what I say, I would be like, "Hey, there's no malice behind this. I'm not trying to be mean." And then they'll be like, "Oh yeah, yeah." And then they'll come back later and be like, "You're a bastard." I'm like, "What the fuck? How am I a bastard if I'm literally telling you like this is just my opinion. You you literally dislike me because you disagree with most of the stuff I say." That's fine. I'll be Trump Damn. A lot of
2: people just don't know how to maturely have a conversation with somebody, converse with somebody.
1: Oh, I, I figured, I figured that out. That's
2: and to be able to articulate their points to where you don't have to scream and fuss and raise your voice and
0: cut people off and all this type of shit.
1: That's what they used to in their day to day relationships.
0: And that, that I remember you telling me this probably about a week or two ago, and you was like, "Bro, I'm not gonna do that arguing." And I and I didn't <laughs> understand it. Because I'm like, you argue in relationships, like that's, that's you know, everything isn't going to be sunshine and rainbows. But then I, I really, I started like seeing, seeing stuff and it's like, no, if I can't talk to you like an adult, if I got to raise my voice and I got to yell and I got to come to tears, <laughs> why?
1: <laughs> I wish, I wish somebody would try to have me come to tears.
0: I mean, cause it's, it's kind of like. That does that, because, be, oh, you know, you're just passionate. You're just passionate. No, oh, I can be passionate and talk to you in a calm manner and show you some respect. I don't need to be yelling at you. You don't need to be yelling at me. We can discuss things. We can discuss things. That's
2: it. I've never raised my voice in my life in a relationship, it's never going to happen. Ever.
0: I've raised my voice, I've cussed, and I've come to tears.
1: I ain't did that shit since I was 18, 19 years old. Like last time I even got to the point where I felt like I was about to argue, that shit was it. That was the end of the relationship. <laughs> like, people people like to... This is the thing with me. Both genders like to do this in modern-day relationships. They like to pretend that as they get loud and they're shouting at each other, they're talking things out, and this is going to make things cool. No. All you're trying to do is get to make up sex. I don't have time for that shit. I'm not here to play games. I'm not here to reflect what you see on love and hip-hop and basketball-wise, because that's where y'all get the shit from. The shit's not normal. I'm not yelling at anybody. I'm not finna go toe to toe to the point to the point where blows are thrown. And people fail to realize that some people get triggered by hot-tempered moments, and that's how some people that are highly aggressive react. So when I see a lot of these men and women getting in knife fights, punching each other, I'm serious. You get to you you have to ask yourself, what was the catalyst to this? The catalyst was the loud yelling, the, um, the the hand gestures that look violent. Like I'm not getting to that level with you. If I get to that level with you, that means that there is a lack of a lack of respect in the room. You know? Res- think
2: they think the display of energy is a showing of how much you love them type yeah. of situation. They can keep that. It's to the point where people don't think I'm really me. Like this is me. People keep waiting for me to be somebody else. How I am
0: right now. This is me. This. There's and that, no, that's what a lot of people's like oh sean back there quiet and you know he's this he i mean i was like that's that's sean that's, that's who he is
1: they're not used to that bro
0: like what, what do you want somebody just coming to be loud and, and and demand attention people get confused because
2: i dress a certain way like i got a bunch of weirdo shit on right now but i just threw this shit on and see you know i just test, I, I just test shit out but people see this type of over-the-top looking shit and assume i might have an over-the-top personality but i'm really extremely introverted I'm extremely behind the scenes. I'm extremely in the cut. I like to just chill in the cut and have a good time and watch everybody else have a good time and all that type of shit.
1: If you actually met a lot of the people that knew me before we started this podcast, when they figured out I had had a podcast, they were fucking flipped out. They were like, you don't even talk that much. Exactly. I was like, I mean, but this gives me an opportunity to vent and like actually talk my shit. And that's why the way I express myself is, is quote unquote unconventional because the motherfuckers that talk a lot these days, they really just be on some agreeable shit all the time. And it's like, I'm not like that all the time. Like when I, if I'm going to talk, I'm going to say something. I mean, it it, it may come off as, you know, disagreeing with you, but I've always felt like I come from a sound mind of, I can disagree, disagree with you with respect. I would say Maybe one or two people will kind of just Cross that line with me In in, in the past 10 years But for the most part If I'm just talking to people casually Even if we disagree I, I have never been disrespectful
2: Of course not It's funny because I get viewed two different ways People who only know my voice from the podcast They'll probably assume I'm some sort of Sarcastic asshole I'm all you know I don't know exactly what you would call it But they'll probably think I'm over the top And talkative and all this other shit but the people who know me From real life Would never imagine In a million years That I would have a podcast Exactly They'd be like I've never even heard you Hold a conversation I've never seen you do this I've never seen you do that It's like a running joke About shit people Haven't seen me do
1: Yeah I mean But it, when you think about that You have to ask yourself What are people used to And then when they get something That is out of the norm They don't know how to react to it That's that's the, that's that's how I feel About No Boundaries podcast I feel like you know, they hear the, the way you express yourself, Jay. Like, they're kind of used to that a little bit. I feel you say some shit that uh, if people are paying attention, they because you say some slick shit sometimes, bro. Me? But, yeah, you say some slick shit, man. oh nah,
0: man. But the thing about it is,
1: nah, you don't be cooling, bro.
0: I just be cooling. You
1: don't. What do you say, cold word? I'm just chilling. No, nah, no. Nah. You can fool them, you can't fool me, man. Very
0: much for the cheering.
1: <laughs> nah, man. T- Since the nice guy episode, I've been telling people, you gotta watch this guy. He it's 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 an act. And it's hilarious. But it's cool because go ahead, man.
0: No, it's not an act because
1: if I don't want you to hear it, I just take it out. <laughs> <laughs> that's just take up. it out. <laughs> See, but that's that but that's, that's in all in all honesty though, like I really feel like that's all it is. Like They're so used to people that they agree with that when they and and I I would never compare myself to Kanye. But I honestly feel like Kanye is that prime example, because every time somebody brings up like Kanye and how he is like brash and really outspoken with his conversation, they start talking about his fucking Zodiac and all that bullshit and him being bipolar. I'm like, I don't care about any of that shit. My honest thought is the nigga's just a dickhead that has a different opinion. And y'all ain't used to that shit.
0: And, and, and to your point, I was talking to my sister about this, and for the longest time, I've always been that guy that quote unquote understands. Like I'll say, "Oh yeah, I, I see why you did that. Yeah, I understand. I understand. I understand." And although I understand, that doesn't mean that I have to be okay with it.
1: You talk about when you talk to your sisters?
0: No, just just kind of some self evaluation kind of thing. And I mean, and this is this is in friendships and, and relationships and business situations. Like you know, hey, I I I can. I can understand why no boundaries went from two to three. I mean, from three to two. I can understand that. Oh, yeah, me too, me too. But at the same time, does that mean I'm okay with it? No, not necessarily because that was, you know, and then, you know, things happen in relationships and at work and stuff like that. It's like, okay, yeah, I understand why you did this. That doesn't make me okay with it. So even though I'm letting you know that I understand, don't think that I'm okay with it. And I think for the longest time, I've been telling people I understand and they think that I'm okay with it because I understand.
2: Definitely. I understand means you're an asshole, but I'm not gonna punch you in the mouth. That's it?
0: Basically. Straight up. Basically. I understand why you did some hoe ass shit and I'm gonna let you slide.
2: I mean, yeah. I've had two co-hosts, so you already know, like that's part of the reason why I don't put out episodes, cause it was never really meant for one person to record. So I don't always enjoy doing it by myself. I don't always I'm not always up for it. It's just it is what it is.
1: Straight up. This is my thing. And since I don't talk to people that much, a lot of people that like that I just met, you know, basically through you even that don't really know me that well. I've just been doing for like the past two or three years. The thing about me is like even women that I would consider a friend, which there aren't many women I consider friends, but I've always been in that role or in that seat to where if a person was hitting me up, I always felt like they were calling me and like they were asking me for advice. Like People don't call to vent to me. People don't text me to vent to me. Like, it really be on some real shit. Like, hey, you know, this this situation's going on. What do you think? So I was always used to giving feedback. So when I hear you say that I understand shit, I don't ever do that shit, really. Like, if somebody come to me and say, hey, uh, so-and-so, I'm with this guy. He cheating on me, blah, blah. I'm going to say, hey, you know, that's cool, and I'll believe that nigga. Like, straight up, I'm not finna sugarcoat shit with you. You should leave that nigga alone. And if you don't leave that nigga alone, what's going to happen is you're basically saying that you accept this and blah, blah. You know how it goes. Like, I'm going to tell you what I really feel. But I'm realizing that people don't come to you with the intention of getting feedback. A lot of these newer people that I've been meeting in my life these days, they just want to just be, they want to be told what they want to hear. I can't do that. I, this is not in me. Like, I just can't do it. Like, and Jay knows. I got, Jay, be telling me some shit. I, I tell him shit he don't want to hear all the time.
0: And then I just stop telling you shit Because I, <laughs> I know what you're going to say and I don't want to hear it So I don't tell you
1: Exactly like, and, that's, and that is fine But you had to what it's been four or five years now It's taking like mm-hmm. a while to get used to it yeah. A lot of these other people that I've been coming across like Especially new listeners They think that when they're hearing me talk Like I'm supposed to be saying shit that they agree with And shit that they're going to like I'm like no, it's, no I'm not like that I pa- think if you really care about somebody You're going to tell them the truth
2: Pause but well is a picture Like baseball, meaning He's not throwing the ball For you to get a goddamn home run You might strike out He might throw He might throw four balls Or you might hit a home run or whatever the case is A base hit or whatever It's not going to be the same way every single time You're not going to hit a home run every time you swing the bat It's
1: that simple And a lot of times I don't even know who I'm talking to like that But they got my number They're an associate, you know And like I said, I I I genuinely care about people Because I don't want to. I don't want to see people get lost in the matrix, and that's pretty much a, a lot of times what I see on Twitter and Instagram. A lot of people that are lost in the matrix, and I just always had that moment where I'm like, damn, I wish I could really talk to this person because they fucking need help. Like, and you can tell sometimes, like you'd be like, that, that "Nigga, wilding."
0: Kind of like you just want to reach out to them, and say,
1: "Man, you you good? Like for real?" Because I I can tell you just here because you feel
0: like you have to be here, and it might be some cries for help that you throwing out here. And then you know, hey, I just want to check on you, you know, if nobody else checking on you.
1: I guess I don't need to do that no more because <laughs> I ain't go to that shit in twenty twenty. Wow. <laughs> well, I, I just kind of stopped doing that shit like a couple months ago. Like if I don't fuck with you, I don't fuck with you. But if I if I if you've ever talked to me and got a genuine, like some genuine feedback from me, that means I fuck with you on a level. It's like, man, I don't want to see you do bad. As simple as that. Because a lot of people out here don't really give a damn about you doing good or bad. They just. Kinda just want to be gossipy and in your business. Yeah. I'm not that type of guy. Keep tabs on you. No, no reason to keep tabs on me. I ain't no fucking celebrity. Like, so, but yeah, I man, that shit that shit is wild the way people um people respond to opinions. Because I do believe that when we talk about free speech, we are talking about opinions a lot of the times. And uh, I would imagine if if our podcast was actually bigger, like they probably label a lot of our shit as hate speech. And I don't even think I even they label
0: out. our shit as hate speech right now. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah,
1: yeah, and it, and because it's not it's not the conventional shit that people are expecting from two black gentlemen. Like that shit is wild to me.
0: I don't know about gentlemen, but yeah, two black people. <laughs> nah, <laughs> but even, even even between the three of us, like if you come to the when we feel like It podcast or the no boundaries podcast, like you're not coming to get a motivational speech. All the time, this isn't Joel Osteen. Like you're coming to get some truth, and if you if you sit here and you see, you know, we start going in on a topic that you feel uncomfortable about, you might want to fast forward ten to fifteen minutes, because I'm not I'm not curating the show to fit this one person's perspective.
1: Because that's not gonna that's not gonna appease everybody in general. Even if I was here trying to appease everybody, it you can't make everybody happy. So I'm gonna fuck up somewhere along the line.
2: To go further with a Joel Osteen type of thing, that's kind of important that you just said that because a lot of people do come from that church environment to where everything is fed to them. You get a message, they're going to sing to you, they're going to do all type of shit, but then after that, they're going to pass that collection plate right on across (laughs) your lap. But yeah, I mean, everything is kind of handed to you and they, they try to make you feel as comfortable as possible to really take advantage of you and take all your money. But that wasn't the point I was making, but yeah, go ahead.
1: And, and to piggyback off that i know people are gonna hate this but that's that's what happens when you kinder that when you when you when you cater to the feminine nature that's what it, I, t- I talked about it on the show a couple a couple weeks ago the church environment is very feminine and it's for a long time has been catered to the female audience and and if you really if you really want to be honest if the church was catered if, if the christian church the baptist church was catered to the male audience like it probably was like in the 1800s, <laughs> bruh, women would hate it. They would hate it. If you really just go and dissect some parts of the Bible, like <laughs> low-key, like women are like the lowest part of the totem pole in a Bible. But in order to in, in order to be a Bible hustler, in order to convince people that, you know, hey, this is where you need to come put money into the collection plate, what did you have to do? You had to, you had to appeal to the number one consumer in America, women, because that's all you're doing when you're going, that's all you're doing when you're going in there. You're going in there. And that's why I said about therapy, for the most part, therapy these days is more, it's more based towards the feminine need. It's all about opening up, sharing your feelings and blah, blah, blah. And once again, it's perfectly healthy for a, a, a masculine man to be open, but let's just be, let's be honest about the masculine and feminine spectrum it's not a, a guy sitting on a couch opening up about his feelings and crying and, and just being just being in his most vulnerable state you don't see that person as a man man it's you just don't and it's like society today is trying to reconstruct that so much and look what's happening you got more people on 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 depression antidepressants you got more people, you know, uh, turning to alcohol and drugs. Like, are y'all not realizing how the, the, the fact that the shit is becoming more catastrophic because people are pulling away from what they're biologically wired to do, but nobody really sees it because everybody is just in this big ass echo chamber, just hearing a bunch of nonsense. It's just foolishness, dog.
2: Or well, they already medicated. They already the damn pills and all that other shit.
1: No, they gotta be, because uh, when when I'm reading an article about a motherfucker talking about a gender neutral Santa Claus, we're talking about a gender neutral Santa Claus in 2019. This is not a, and actually this is topic has been going on for like two or three years now, but this is how far away from reality that we are becoming in today's society. When we're talking about one, we go from Santa Claus not being real, which is false Cause obviously St. Nicholas was a real fucking person to us saying that, all right, if he's going to be real, then he needs to be a homosexual or he needs to be gender neutral. i mean, like, what is gender neutral? An alien? Like, cause I mean, you're either a boy or a girl, right? We've already had some discussions. So. I'm just saying, so you don't, what you don't have, you don't have any genitalia. You, like, what does that mean? But this is where we are today bro And that shit is wild to me
0: But I didn't know we was looking at Santa's genitalia in the first place Pause
1: <laughs> I'm
0: just... if, And and like you said Why do you need to change history Like, like uh, if uh, se- Santa's a man His wife is Mrs. Claus Like why does that even need to change um, Is it going to get to a point where like I have children and it'd be like alright look Traditionally I'm known as your father but if you want to refer to me as your mother, you can, because the the gender I identify with may not be the gender that you assigned to me. How dumb does that sound?
1: What do you call parents in Spanish? I don't even know. Padre. Oh yeah. What do you call a father? Padre. They 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 see shit like that.
0: The masculinity dominates. If it, if it's a couple, masculinity dominates.
1: They hate it. It's it's not just it's not just our culture. It's cross the board. And I earlier I was going when I was talking about the church. I was gonna actually say shit. The church Pod looked more like the Muslim church across in the Eastern world. You know how the Muslim church is for women. Like you want to be honest. So to answer your question, in my opinion, they're trying to re- they're trying to rewrite man out of history. That's to me that's all they're doing. They're trying to rewrite man out of history and make they're they're trying to make the future female. Like that's their goal, and I believe they're going to be successful, especially in our community, because of the fact that men today, since they're becoming more feminine, men today are becoming way more submissive. Boy, why why you laughing, bro? I'm just being
0: honest. I'm, I'm just I'm, hey, hey, shout out, shout out my homeboy Brandon because I was having this conversation with him. Well, not a conversation, not this particular conversation. And for Christmas, he took pictures with his son, mm. and he gave those out as Christmas presents, and um, and candles or something. And the photographer, he put a, he put the pictures on Facebook, mm-hmm. tagged him and everything. Everybody, oh, you're such a good dad! You're such a good dad! You know, and you know, it's hard being a single parent and stuff like this. And he he hit me up. He's like, you know. I'm not a single parent. Like I'm a parent that's single, but you know, like his mom does a whole lot. And I was like, you know, just make sure you put that out there. You know, you know. But she got mad when she seen the comments that other people were saying and came at him. It's like, oh, you out here, you think you father of the year and everything like (laughs) that is like because I took pictures with my son for Christmas. Now I'm father of the year. It's like, I mean, and don't get me wrong, Brandon's a great dad, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of like you know when. In our community, when we do what we're supposed to do, yeah. it's out of the norm. Yeah, you expect us to be deadbeats. You expect us to be absentee fathers. You expect us to just send money and you know go about your business. But it's looked bad when you actually
1: are showing up. Unless you got a, a gay son that pretends to be a girl. All
0: right, man. I appreciate y'all <laughs> for listening. I'm
1: um, <laughs> just, I'm just saying, bro. If if you if as a, as a single dad we don't get a platform for doing what we're supposed to do. Correct. Like it's like, damn, like it's almost like we don't, we don't exist. But the minute we get on this other shit promoting something that's pretty much highly feminine, everybody's like, Oh my God, because you'll see if I go, if I take my son to a basketball game, I'm looked at like, I'm you know, I'm being tough on him. Cause you know, I'm trying to make him learn things through sports or whatever, but post a picture of me with a daughter braiding her hair. That should will go viral in a second. Easy. Because they like to see that man in that position of what they feel is like a more womanly role. It's like a dad is a dad.
2: Coaches even prey on that. Coaches prefer for the kid to have a single mother and the mothers bring oh. the kids to the game because the mother not gonna really combat what the kid is going through at the games and shit like that.
1: Jay, like cause I done talked about this shit. They see <laughs>
2: your father, your son not gonna get no playing time just because you there.
1: No, um, I'm telling you, I live this shit. And this is men that are that are enforcing this shit male coaches though the male coaches prey on the women it's like dude that that woman's son is trash but they he out run. here running three
0: full quarters <laughs>
1: but they know he just out here running got zero points zero rebounds zero assists, six fouls but the mama's involved the mama the mama needs all the help she can get we got to make sure we get this we got to make sure we get this young black helpless boy a scholarship because all he got is his mama like, that's how they see it. And it's like, bro, like, it's single dads out here going through the same struggle. Like, what is you, what is you doing? And, that, and that's the re- that's why I feel like it's, it's hilarious when everybody runs around trying to act like they're just so oppressed. And I really feel like, I, I, I know other, you know, single dads out there that do their thing. And like, they don't even complain. It's like, because what I said on the examples podcast, like we just grin and bear it. Cause that's what we do. Like, that's a, that's almost like that's been ingrained in us. Like we're not finna bitch and complain like like, like, like the other people would do Until they get their way
2: And also for the women listening I'm saying that the coaches assume that the women Don't know what's going on about the sports and all that shit I'm not saying all the women just sit back and let their son Do whatever and shit at the games I'm just saying The coaches particularly prey on women At the games
1: It's like a mechanic Yeah I had plenty of homegirls call me in the past. Hey, I need you to come up here with me because this a mechanic on some bullshit. <laughs> like, I need you to come, you know, because I know that, that he's probably going to give me a better deal. And it's like he's taking advantage of you because he knows, one, you're probably not that knowledgeable about vehicles. And he knows you're a consumer and you're going to spend. It's that simple.
2: Nobody knows what the fuck is going on with the cars and shit.
1: Trust me. I had something wrong with my vehicle. And they, they still can't tell me what's wrong with it. So I'm like kind of waiting shit out as fucked up as that sounds. But that is true. That is real true. Um, but yeah, man, um, people, people like I said, we know people tend to be very intellectually dishonest. And the playing field is not even, especially when you have, I mean, I guess I can call them gender traitors. Like you got men on your side that they, they, they will definitely see you fail before they see any woman fail and women play on that they 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 actually they have that like they like what i was talking about with lizzo and i was talking about with lizzo being championed as this this confident woman it decreases the pressure for women to actually want i mean i'm going to keep saying it cuz it is the truth like if you if you never you got to think about something. You talk about the '90s and 2000s. You talk about when Holly Berry was at her height, the Selma Hayek's, uh, the Jennifer Love he was like when they were in their primes. It, I'm just, I'm just saying, like when you're looking at all these women, they're thin women, you know, long hair, whatever. Everybody's like, oh, you know, they just, they just want to blast a European beauty standard and blah blah blah. All right, that's cool. Well, let's make the the Afrocentric beauty standard cool too. And we all know when you really thinking about Afrocentric, you take it back to to Pam Greer, you take it back to um, damn uh, Eartha Kitt. Like you, you're still looking at, you know, technically thin, or maybe a, uh, Pam Greer was a little bit on the thick side, but she was still very healthy. Yeah. Even if you look at those women, you still look at women, and you're like, okay, you still see somebody that's healthy and good looking. I don't know what y'all got going on today you wild in the day. So
0: you trying to say Lizzo's not good looking?
1: No, I'm saying as far as uh, uh, physicality and body type, they people once again, people know that that it doesn't take anything to achieve Lizzo's body type. Just go eat a lot. Just get out there. Just go eat a lot. Don't do anything. Just 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 be chill. What, to be Lizzo's body type, what effort does that take? You don't have to do anything.
2: I'm not even concerned with her weight or anything. I'm just more so concerned with people championing the fact that she's over sexualizing herself in public. At fucking Exactly. At fucking, at fucking uh public events with kids and everything involved and shit. This is a regular outing for everybody for a family outing.
1: It's a menstrual show.
0: And then and then I seen on, on Twitter they bring up a oh well ain't nobody say nothing about Adele. It's like Adele wasn't twerking at the Lakers game. You're missing the point. I kept bringing up it's Adele. It's not about her size. It's about the action that was going on.
1: But she's, she's and just And then they confident. say, well, if,
0: if Rihanna was doing it or Beyonce was doing
1: it, it would get the same reaction. Dude, you seen Adele, right? I seen Adele. How she look right now? she, she from the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Dog. Even if Adele was confident, and I'm going to say this. You sell, you go diamond. You fucking go diamond. You can sing better than anybody on the fucking planet. You can get any man you want. What more confidence do you need? I, I don't. I don't get it. Like, what? What? What does confidence look like? Cause I can't really say that confidence looks like that. Shit, I, I feel. I, I feel I'm a confident guy. I aint finna go out there with Prince pants. <laughs> just, I'm just trying to. figure, I, I don't understand it. It's just once again. It's people being intellectually dishonest and it's people that are they're buying into shit that doesn't even make sense, but it's becoming the mainstream thought. So they're like, fuck it, I'm gonna just buy into it.
2: Let's take the comedian Monique. Yeah. We all know her. Mm-hmm. She had material for fifteen years talking about skinny bitches. And yeah. I'm saying skinny bitches from her from her mouth. That's what she called them. She was saying skinny bitch this, skinny bitch that, until she lost the weight.
1: And, and you know how I feel I don't listen I don't listen to what they say I just watch what they do <laughs> Monique She could be saying That shit all that time And I know deep down inside She still wanna be skinny She still wanna be thin
2: And even her own fan base Was a little upset with
0: her At the time When she originally Lost the weight And all that type oh, of shit Oh
1: yeah Oh yeah Oh yeah
0: But but this, to me This topic is the same And not to spend Too much time on It's the same As the Kaepernick topic Why am I out here Fighting for this person When this person Don't give a shit about me you ain't cop the Kaepernick Air Force ones? Nah, nah, they sold out too. Fast.
1: Uh, oh, the most really came out I that was. Oh like no, was, no,
0: no, no! I told y'all this was a long play from the beginning.
1: Oh, I thought that was just I thought that was like customized like for special. People. No,
0: no, no, no. This was this from the from before the workout even started. I say this is a long. They, they're playing the long game here. Like this has nothing to do with going to the NFL. This go, goes to making money.
1: Oh shit! I ain't know that. I seen them. I mean, they look thing. like some normal Air Force One. They really look normal as shit.
0: And I was chameleon you gotta look at the details. What details? The hey, fade man. on the swoosh, that's nothing new. Dog. The Afro Kaepernick portrait on the back. Okay. There's a lot of custom Air Force Ones, which
1: man, if you don't get the fuck out of my face. If Trump gets removed from the office, my guy, let me tell you something. I hope the next president is a black transgender. I don't care. Wow. Whatever they got to do to get these motherfuckers out here to shut the fuck up about politics in general. I'm tired of hearing about all this this identity politics bullshit, bro. Like, it's getting to the point where it's utterly ridiculous where celebrities are actually pretending like they care about this black conscious shit. Like... I don't believe they care About this black country shit No more than people believe That Jesus thats it, jesus That Kanye West Is really saved I don't think that uh, That your Their average black celebrity Really cares about This black country shit I don't I I think they're doing Whatever it takes To make sure That the money keeps coming in That is That is my real take Like I really feel that way
2: With the whole Trump thing I kind of feel like They're using this Impeachment thing Because they knew He wasn't going to win This next term or whatever But I don't know
1: I I, I do think That it's going to It's It's so much that can go into this that even if even if like, let's say, you know, they they acquit him at the center or whatever. I think it just leaves such a bad stain on the Republican Party if he were to get reelected. And I also think that's the type of energy we don't want in America. Y'all out here in America are already stupid as fuck. And y'all are are very, very angry people. I'm to the point where I don't want to see Trump get elected again just because I don't want to have to hear about this shit no more. Like it's it's ridiculous. When Obama was in office, everybody was silent. Everybody had blindfolds on, cotton balls in their ear. I don't care how he He did we no were. wrong. I don't care. Like we were we were I want to say on average, most of this generation was about 22, 21, and then the second time we came around, most of us were out of college at least. So I'm just saying like what some at least 25% of us cared about politics or had some knowledge of it, and we were purposely quiet. Not giving a damn, that shit is wild to me. Like people, this, the whole Trump thing. Like twenty twenty is going to be annoying. Twenty twenty is going to be like Freddy Krueger scratching on the chalkboard, bro. I feel it. I really feel it. Like that shit is. I'm not ready for it at all. But
2: I'm not political at all. So all this shit is annoying to me. (sighs) It's been annoying.
1: I wanna. I just want. I want rap to go back to being rap again. I want I want T V sh- I want movies to go back to being movies again. I want I want sports to go back to be a sports again to where I don't have to look at a at a transgender a trans woman breaking the jaw of a real woman. Like what type of world we live in where we get to the point where we gotta like it's that's that's what a, that's where America is right now. Like You sound if, like, you
0: sound like a transphobic.
1: Uh, if that's what they wanna call it <laughs> Uh, they all they got so many phobo, so many phobics out here, whatever they want to call it. I ain't scared of none of these people. How Come? I just,
2: you can't just be concerned anymore, my name? Like,
1: there you go. I'm
2: concerned, <laughs> I'm a concerned citizen, yeah, yeah, about everything.
0: About everything.
1: When do we decide what is normal?
0: Why do we have to decide what is normal?
1: Because when we decide- like, why?
0: Because it seems like okay, the, the I, I've been hearing this for years now, the new normal. This is the new normal.
1: Uh, what was wrong with the old normal? That's what I'm saying, like. We, do we hate tradition that much is tradition racist
0: can you even say make america normal again
1: i don't know people hate america you got to think about it man a guy stole a an a lgbt flag off of, a, of off of a church i guess oh yeah burned it got 16 years in prison really bro when yeah. trump got elected you know how many american flags were burned i'm confused i'm really confused it makes no sense it doesn't, that's not a, that's not a balance of power. That's not, a, that's not fair. That's not, That's not, it just makes any, that makes no sense.
2: They're trying to base it off his past, his criminal history and all this other nonsense, but I don't know.
1: It's, a hate crime is a hate crime. If you burn an American flag, I believe that should be a hate crime. It should be. Like, I mean, do we hate America that much? And how can you live in a country that when it's all said and done, you, you take advantage of all the perks you take you take advantage of all the perks like deep down inside you love being an American but all of a sudden you just hate America like it just doesn't make any sense.
0: I mean granted you can, you can love being an American and still want it to be better. That's fine. I understand that. But it's, to me it's like I have never had the energy to expel hate that much. Like if hey I might do something positive. I might go volunteer at the boys and girls club. I might have some energy for that. But to go out of my way to hate people, I don't have enough time or resources to do that. So I want to know who has this this time and these resources to just be out of your way hating people, to be buying, you know, sheets and 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 forming them in the hooded. I mean, to just be doing
1: stuff. I'm about that Chick-fil-A strike? What? I thought, oh, you said she's oh, you talking about KKK? I'm sure. Tra- I thought you was talking about the Chick Fil A strike where they was like draped in blood, laying in front of a Chick Fil A. Who
0: has who has that kind of time? You're talking about Peter or somebody?
1: Yeah, yeah, you
0: you ain't fucking with Popeyes and they got the slapping chicken sandwich, bro. That
1: whole good. Hey,
0: Sean, I kid you not. I'm on the phone with this guy. He's eating this Popeyes chicken sandwich. He say, "Bro, he stopped being conversation." He said, this sandwich is so good. I gotta take my jacket off. <laughs> what does your jacket have to do with you eating this sandwich?
1: I just had to embrace the moment. I was like, what's going on? Oh, good. I, I I just I apologize. I'm still loyal to Chick-fil-A though, man. Like I, I fuck with Chick-fil-A. I just, nah, well,
2: not the fitness guru.
1: I fuck with Chick-fil-A, man. I'm just I'm be just gobbling it down like that. But every now and then I gotta, you know, I gotta eat some, I gotta eat some real food. Man, I, I was thinking I'm gonna look at something real quick, man. I, I hate to do this, but I saw something today that really bothered me, man. Hold on.
2: You mean everything?
1: That is, um, never mind. Uh I was going to say something, but I was looking at, um, this, um, this page, this vegan chick's page, man. It really had, it really fucked my head up. Let me see if I can find it. Um
0: i might i might try to do um vegetarian for like a week and see how i feel dog oh,
1: but this shit was crazy though, though. i'm
0: not vegan because I, I i like scrambled eggs for breakfast and stuff like that but okay I'm, i might just you know vegetarian
1: for weeks see
0: how see how i feel her pain i'm not gonna give up meat because like i'm like ed i like bacon and stuff like that but you know
1: four weeks you know, see how see I, how it I goes. Don't, i don't i don't i don't fuck with bacon and pork and shit no more really i don't know why i just i just don't fuck with it like that
0: i can only i can't eat it like every day but like I, I typically save for Saturdays when I'm off, and you know I'll get up late and I cook me a breakfast and, and eat it then. But yeah, I don't eat it a lot, but uh, I do like bacon.
1: I'm gonna jump topics real quick. I'm gonna jump back to something else. I want to say something. Okay. I, I was reading this chick's page, or it's a at uh, vegan recovering on Twitter, and like I, I read I was reading her bio. It said 17 years vegan plus plant based diet ruined my spine and my gut. Now on a journey to recover from crippling autoimmune arthritis, IBD stenosis with keto and AIP. Like I saw that shit and I'm like, man, like I be trying to tell people, bro. Like I be, I be finding shit on this vegan shit. Yeah. And the scariest thing about it is it feels like it's getting pushed on black people heavily. Like it's feel like, it feels like black people are like eating this shit up. And like I said, I'm not against vegan, but it's really weird to me that like I almost feel like black people are the guinea pigs, not even just black people like the like the younger minority like hipster crowd they're like they're like the crowd that is like being um it's just being it's like a social experiment because I'm looking at this I was looking at this other chick's page and um it was I think her name was like I'm not gonna say her name, but it was like, woohoo yet another package bargain. Vegan grocery haul from my local grocery outlet, blah, blah. And I'm looking at her, I'm looking at her food choices and I'm like, bro, what the fuck is that? Like the shit, that shit just looks like a bunch of shit that you're just going to basically shit and piss out in a couple of hours, bro, in my honest opinion. So when I, when I see shit like that, it get me to thinking like, how could somebody see this lifestyle and find it appealing if you actually like food? Like this shit doesn't look like food. And, like, when you're really thinking about vegan food, like, why would somebody want to eat processed food all day? Like, I don't eat processed food all day. I mean, processed to an extent, but I don't sit there and, like, like eat, like, I'm not going to go somewhere. Somebody was telling me somebody. I went to a vegan barbecue restaurant. What is vegan barbecue? What is it made out of?
0: Is, is that the, like, beyond meat stuff that it's, it's not meat but tastes like meat?
1: What is it, then?
0: Uh, 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 exactly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. That's what it is. I was going to make something up, but I couldn't do it fast enough. Well. Do you
1: have any I think they
2: using like cauliflower and all this other stuff.
1: That's weird, bro.
0: So, you, so it's, you substitute vegetables and make it taste like meat.
1: How do you do that? That's just weird to me. Because I mean, you think about vegetarian, you're like, okay, cool. I mean, I know he's eating vegetarian food. He's probably eating mostly vegetables. Cause he, but when you talk about vegan, like they they don't want to associate anything, they don't want to put anything in their bodies that w- was harmful to animals or harmed animals. I understand that, but what is the food source? That's what's strange to me, bro. Like I just I don't get it, man. I don't. I like I said I don't want to go off on a tangent, but that's one thing. That's one trend that has taken off in the last two or three years that's really bothered me, and it's getting to the point where it's like. Like, are people really, like, doing the real research on that? Or are people just fine with the fact that they're, they are the research?
2: It's hard for me to relate to all that kind of stuff because I've always been a strong believer in doing what the hell you want to do mm-hmm. if it's not hurting anybody else. Yes, just but definitely. But I guess in their definitely. case, they're saying hurting animals and all this other stuff. But, I mean.
1: But these people are hurting themselves, though. Uh-huh. Like, that's what's crazy. I'm hearing, I'm, I've heard about parents uh, trying to raise their kids on a, a vegan diet and the parents are in jail right now because the kids were malnourished i'm hearing like you know chicks talk about spine and gut uh andre 3000 said um he was going through mood changes and stuff and his, his his attitude was real fucked up when he was i mean if you really look at like the vegan recovering hashtag like there are a lot of stories out there about people saying like veganism kind of fucked up their life
2: i used to listen to joe rogan's podcast a lot to where he used to always interview you Uf- or have conversations with ufc fighters a lot and they would always talk about how they tried the vegan diet and all this other stuff and how they feel like they lacked a lot of power when they were doing it. They had to eat other, they had yeah. to go back to meat basically mm, okay. to get the power back and all that.
0: Okay. And, and to me is they say, um, you know, uh, who is this? Some guy was telling me, you know, like you, the, the, the meat is just an in between, like a go between, like the, the cow was getting their, it's nourishment from the grass or whatever. So, you know, instead mm-hmm. of going through the cow, just go straight to the grass. But it's like, well, some animals out here eat other animals. So yeah. <laughs> what you try to tell me about them?
1: There's actually a a huge study saying that a lot of the ways that the uh, vegetables and all that stuff does get cropped or whatever, it does end up, like, harming, like, insects and stuff like that. I mean, that is a a life, that is a species, that is a life form. So, I mean, as far as I'm concerned. They use animals for fertilizer. That's what I'm, it's just weird to me, bro. Like, like I I, I haven't even done a deep dive on it, but it is very interesting to me, like, it seems like a weird type of virtue signaling It's almost like when I think about veganism It gets to the point where it's like I know vegans that I would actually say Care less about human life But they, 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 they put animal life to a high regard That's weird to me It's like When you think about somebody that owns a dog Or a cat or whatever type of animal And they're like oh this, I love this dog I mean you love it Why? why? Basically
2: why? instead of being a good person They want to project that they're a good person
1: That might be it That might be it That makes sense
2: I mean that's kind of What virtue signaling is Really Yeah 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 It's it's a lot of people that, That think Michael Vick Should be put to death I just saw a post About that recently About they were showing Like Michael Vick pictures And then they were showing A lot of people Who were killing lions And giraffes And all this other stuff
1: The same people That want Michael Vick dead probably go hunt deer and rabbits and yeah that's you know, what i'm saying they were killing
0: hunting. like lions and yeah, like, it's, it's, for trophies safari joints and and for them i guess they they look at it as like okay i have no bond with this man so i don't care if he lives or dies but i have a bond with Smokey here and Smokey's my best friend and i'm not gonna let you kill my best friend Smokey.
1: nah man I'll never value a dog, uh, animal life over a human life. I think that that's a different type of wickedness, wickedness right there. Like I get it, people love dogs and cats, but in my honest opinion, a lot of people love dogs. A lot of people, a lot of people attach to their dogs and cats to supplement the fact that they don't have a close bond with a human like that. Like so, I really feel like, in all honesty, like a lot of dogs, cats, and whatever, they just get used, and it's like. You love this thing because it's basically you're a slave, you give it's,
2: them human characteristics
1: <laughs> see it's weird to me, man. It's very weird to me dawg, but um, yeah, but uh, yeah, society is funny, man, like society is funny to the point where I don't know if y'all read the rain the Rudolph um article, but they basically were saying in the Rudolph article that it was basically
2: problematic
1: it was problematic because they made fun of his difference and they were like they it, it felt like the, the the story of Rudolph was sort of bullying somebody that has a difference and I was sitting there and I was thinking to myself these people ain't ever read the story of Rudolph <laughs> <laughs> uh, they couldn't there's a whole
0: generation that hasn't heard, heard that story
1: so I'm like and there's a whole generation of people that don't like reading either they just read they just read headlines they, they Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer He's different. He's weird. It's like, nah, like, Santa wouldn't be able to deliver his gifts if it wasn't for Rudolph, because he lights up the front. I'm like, <laughs> like,
0: you're, you're leveraging this fictional story, huh?
1: I just don't get it. I just don't get us. I don't get it anymore. I don't get it. Like that was the purpose of Rudolph the Red Nose, right? It's like, like, it's like people hear the story of Pinocchio, they don't get it. Like they don't get the fact that, you know, he. He really didn't appreciate what he was, and then when he became, it was almost the, the moral of the story is almost like be careful what you wish for.
0: What I tell you, deep thought. <laughs> and I knew it was coming.
1: I just said, it's like, oh, no, 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 but why? this? No, no, no. How come people can't do that? Like we used to do that. We did that right every day. I don't get it, man. <laughs> why are you fucking with me? You want me to say something? But I'm not. Gonna I say don't want you it. to say nothing, man. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say something.
0: No, don't say nothing. No, no, I don't want you to say <laughs> nothing, man. Don't say nothing.
1: No, nah, no, nah, I ain't gonna say nothing. But I'm fine though, bro. Like No,
0: nah, don't say I I know you are. I know you are. And, and that's why it's that's why it's funny to me, because I know that it doesn't bother you whatsoever. No,
1: nah, because I know what I know when you're depressed and what it leads you to do. It it leads you to drugs and alcohol. So. <laughs> and that's I guess I guess we're just so drugged up and and so drunk we can't. We like can't you say,
0: focus. you're you're running from something.
1: You gotta you, be. You man.
0: turn to drugs. You turn to alcohol because you're running from something.
1: It's literally that is. It's it's proven. Damn, that shit scared the fuck out of me a little bit. I looked in the kitchen. <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> like what the hell?
2: Yeah, but I now, don't know if that picked it up, but my neighbor had a dog on side of us.
1: That shit is very clear. But man, yeah, uh, hey, I just man, I got so many questions, man. I and I know it's gonna get weirder and weirder in 2020, bro. Like, I'm so just, what are you
0: doing in 2020?
1: Oh shit, man! I'm gonna st- I'm be on my same bullshit. Yeah. I like. I like who I am. I have no reason to change. I just. You, you know, sure about that? Oh, I, I'm very
0: sure. I know. I, I, I know some people that's gonna tell you you should change.
1: <laughs> they, they can suck a dick. <laughs> 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 they, like for real. Like I, I, I'm. I'm in a place right now, and I think about 2020. You know, I think about like shit I'm paying off, and I'm thinking about the shit that I have access to do. I'm like, I'm, I'm excited about Puerto Rico. Um, I'm excited about the fact that, you know, I'm God, you know, God willing, I get to live to another year. And, um, I always talk about, you know, high value men, high value women. And like, I always, when I think about those things, I think about people that are like, they have an aim in life, they have a purpose in life. And I thank God every day that my purpose is more internal. Like I just, every day I just kind of get to the point where I'm like, I'm accomplishing this and I'm more content. I'm more at peace with myself. I'm not chasing anything to the point of, like, causing me misery to where I'm on antidepressants. Um, I'm wanting to commit suicide. I can't just sit at my house alone and just, you know, enjoy my television. Shit, like, the, uh, on Christmas Day, I was fucking with this jigsaw puzzle. And, like, I like those moments to where I got to the point where I could be real at peace with myself. I think that it's getting easier and easier as I get older. So when I think about 2020, it's like it's just another year of, you know, hopefully more peace than stressful moments. Because I, I can actually—that's if, if I could, if I want to brag about something. Like, you know, most people brag about you know getting job promotions, stunting on people like Jay. I, I feel you. Jay. Whoa! What did I do? You a different tax bracket, Jay. What did I do? You a classist motherfucker. That's what you did. That's a
0: fact, though. That's <laughs> not a stunt. That's
1: just a fact. <laughs> and and, and, and I—I'm like I'm about
0: to start voting Republican.
1: Shit, that's right. <laughs> 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 but no, like I—I. I, that's cool that people have things like that to brag about. So once again, when I think about 2020, like I I'm grateful for that shit. Like I'm, if I'm, if I'm making to 2020 like that's, that's fucking dope. Cause like me and Sean grew up with people that they didn't even see 2010, you know what I'm saying? Like that shit means a lot to me. So I'm like, I wasn't, I, I wasn't raised like, you know, I wasn't the only child. I wasn't, you know, I didn't get everything I wanted. Like, so for me, being where I am now, it's like it's easy for me to be like grateful and like appreciative of this shit. You me.
2: did get everything you wanted, just that in traditional.
1: Methods. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I was out there wild but but now nah, but, but think when I think about where I came from, it makes me so grateful for today. Like, yeah, doing a podcast, you know, like just chilling, bro. Like, and I I'm not stressing about stupid shit. I'm not stressing about shit I can't control. You know, so uh, yeah, that's that's my 2020. I'm just gonna be grateful for it because I made it. Yeah. Don't want to speak You know, get hit by a car. or shit won't leave, But you
2: know. hopefully in 2020 I actually drop a podcast. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm focusing on right now. Just one at a time. Got to
1: What's up, babe? You can't ask that question. I answer it.
0: I was thinking about what I'm doing. I'm gonna do my same bullshit too. Like honestly, I'm just gonna do it better.
1: You are go, you gonna gonna try to do it
0: better. I'm gonna try to do it but better. More than likely, I've, I've, I'm, I'm curating myself to be a better person in my bullshit. But my is gonna be the same. I like the goals that I've set for myself. I like the people that I've surrounded myself with, and I'm gonna continue to build on those relationships, and I'm gonna continue to build on my aspirations.
1: And you, you're not gonna you're not gonna really talk about them. You're just gonna do them yeah i'm just gonna
0: I don't, I don't i don't have to tell you about them but like you know i'm just gonna get my shit done because it, it it doesn't it doesn't matter if i tell you about it what's today december 26 2019 and i don't get it done until december 26 2029 you know i'm 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 just gonna worry about getting me done i know i know what i have ahead of me and i know how i'm gonna get there we had time machines by then so you could just start over I, oh i could just run it back honestly yeah it's good, just run it back. Yeah. But yeah, man, I'm just chilling like I'm in a good space right now.
1: That's good, man, because there's a lot of people out there that aren't in a good space right now. Yeah. <laughs> like for real. And a lot of that contributes to the fact that
0: And I think when people are, are not in good spaces, they project that on the other people.
1: Definitely. And they Definitely. get upset
0: because like, why aren't you in a bad space too? I need you to be in a bad space. That's all it is. And it's <laughs> and it's kinda like, no, just come over here, I'm in a good space. Come, <laughs> come hang with me. I don't want to go over there. Family. They still been... over there.
2: I spend more than half of my day telling people that I'm okay. Like, like I, they're just worried for no reason. How come I can't just chill? Like, why do Who do you think I am? Like, this shit is crazy.
1: Most people, if you ask them what they if they wanted a magic power, they they'd want to be able to read minds. I come across that a whole lot. Like, people always want to read my mind. Like, my, my even my son said it. My son, like, man, I like to read your mind. And it's like, just when I'm talking to you, it's, it's I can't even say this because I feel like we live in a society now that. If somebody says to trust them, then you probably shouldn't trust them. But um, I, I, I'm of a sound mind to where I believe, like I'm gonna talk, and when I talk, like I'm, a, I say, I say what's on my heart. I'm telling you real shit. And you have of, a heart. Because <laughs> you know
2: a lot of people on this <laughs> who listen to the podcast will think you have a heart. So and that's and that's I have to ask amazing. that question. That's a real question, by the way. Please I, answer that. I have one. I have
1: one. Oh. I have one. It, may, it may not pump at the same pace as other people, like, but. You, you,
0: you do do a lot of cardio, so you probably uh, got a pretty healthy heart.
1: It's okay. Man. Yeah. It could be better. Yeah. But <laughs> it's wild that we, we're coming to a time period now, like, people know about love languages. And I think
0: people... Pe- no, people know what love languages are. They don't know anything about them.
1: <laughs> there you go. But I also feel like we all have a language in general. Like, yeah, we all speak English in here. But, like, we have a way that we speak and we speak in a certain way that there is no book that has defined it yet. So people are still kind of confused about it. And like I said, I just say that I'm more unconventional than most people. So what they're used to, they hear me speak and they associate it with what they're used to. And it's like, bro, I'm not that like, don't, don't try to lump me in with that because that's what you're used to. Maybe take some more time to figure it out. And if you ain't got time to figure it out, it's okay. Cause I don't give a damn. Like. <laughs> But yeah, man. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good one when you said about love languages. I like that because that is true. Everybody talk, throws, them oh, these are my love languages, but what does that really mean? No Just like knows. with the Myers Briggs, everybody on my ENTJ, I'm a IXPX or whatever. Excuse me. <laughs> you know about my Myers Briggs? I'm, I'm a Nintendo
0: 64.
1: <laughs> yeah, like you know, Gatorade. You know,
0: <laughs> Mercury drinking <and> Gatorade. Gatorade.
1: <laughs> what does this stuff mean? Like. They, they they
0: found meanings for it It means absolutely nothing It just gives you an excuse to be an asshole <laughs> Basically Oh well you know I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Gemini and we, and we you know this No the
1: fuck you not you're just a fucking asshole <laughs>
0: like, That's all you are exactly. You could have been born in December you're still going to be a fucking asshole <laughs>
1: real talk, like, If I want to get to know somebody I feel like the best way to get to know somebody Is I'm going to talk to them And as I'm talking to them I read body language Because I believe body language is a universal thing Like it's you know when somebody fucking with you, you know when somebody's not. Like, I feel like face-to-face interactions mean a lot more. I think we're getting to the point where we're just, we're letting words, we're, 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 we're letting, like you said, our projections manipulate what words really mean. It's like, instead of actually picking up the phone or actually, you know, talking to people anymore, like, we're losing that that sense of self and that, that sense of, you know, being able to, like, exchange energy with people in a, in a meaningful way. Everybody... I believe, I believe the tweets, I believe the Instagram captions and all that shit, I believe it's just the laziest, la- I think that's probably one of the laziest methods of communicating with people now.
2: It's funny because FaceTime used to mean I saw you in person. <laughs> like, <sighs> People are fucking amazed at FaceTime as the app or whatever. But you know, you can actually see this person in person, you know that, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Like I said, man, people even get to the point where like, they get mad when they don't get like a Merry Christmas or a good morning. And I've I've always said like, it doesn't really make a big deal to me if you don't tell me good morning or good night. Like, because we've gotten to the point where we low key know so many people now, like we have so many mutuals. So it's like, I feel like, damn, if I text this person good morning that I text just as much as this other person that I'm going to be texting good morning to like nine people.
0: You better not text me good morning.
1: That's what, it doesn't mean anything. Even a Merry Christmas.
2: I've seen so many women say they don't even like when men tell them good morning and all that type.
1: of It shit. doesn't mean anything anymore. Like, take me out the rotation,
0: basically. If you're not it's like, not it's genuine. Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> you only feel like you uh, you you have to talk to me because it's morning.
1: If you're on, if I'm on your mind, if I cross your mind, and you want to send me a text, send me a text. But at, well, when it's all said and done, like if I don't, if I see you. I'm going to tell you Merry Christmas. If I see you, I'm going to tell you Happy New Year's. If I see you, I'm going to tell you Happy Birthday. If and I don't, I'm not going to go out of my way to do it. Like It's okay.
2: And stop weighing your options based off if I did this or did that. Oh,
1: that's so childish, man. If
2: you want to chop it up with me,
0: chop it up with me. Chop it up. Why are you waiting for me to hit you? You don't know what I'm doing.
1: It's a game.
0: It's an ego trip.
1: And I Oh, I
0: want to talk to him, but I'm going to wait for him to hit me up. Yeah, I I won't talk to Shawty, but, you know, I'm I'm, going to let her hit hit me see where I hit it. Why? Why? Why are you playing this game with yourself? We both know y'all shoot
2: from the hip, so why are we even talking about this right now? Both of y'all are out here in these streets, champ.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dog, for the last quarter this year, I've been been looking at this term, inflated ego syndrome. And I've realized that it's not just women that benefit from it. It's a lot of men, too.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Say that again because a lot of people think your views are slanted so just make sure okay. you say that with no interruption.
1: Inflated ego syndrome affects men and women and I believe that social media around 2014 2015 got to, got us to the point where if we needed that ego boost for sure we could just go to social media and get that false sense of you know inflating our ego and I believe that People have just become a source of this now. That's why I don't buy into those things with the good mornings and the Merry Christmases and all that, because I know that, like y'all just said, like, if you want to talk to me, then just talk to me. But so many people out here only use other people for that, that ego boost. And it's become, it's it's gotten to the point where you don't really know if somebody's talking to you because they genuinely want to talk to you or they just want your attention so they can inflate their ego and it's becoming dangerous
2: I always go back to this a lot of people did not have a childhood so they, they don't know how to how to gauge this type of shit and when I say didn't have a childhood I don't mean they grew up too fast I mean they literally weren't coming outside we know plenty of people like definitely let's say there were girls in our neighborhood if you didn't get off the bus at their bus stop you were not going to see them again until mm-hmm. you got back on the bus yeah it just, the, is what it is
1: bus or school yeah
2: you had to harass them and knock on their door and Knock on their window and do all kind of goofy shit just to even see these people. It was a lot of beautiful girls in our neighborhood. And I'm speaking from when I was a boy. I'm saying girls right now. But, yeah, I mean, there were a lot of people you would not see outside, period. They were missing out on thousands of daily interactions with people. So they just don't have this artillery under their belt because they're just now having engagements with people because they have jobs or whatever the case may be.
1: I I would definitely say Generation X and millennials – um, a lot of them probably were one of the first generations that were actually sheltered. A lot of them were sheltered based on the fact that, I mean, in the 80s and early 90s and 70s, you're talking about serial killers galore. You're talking about that was probably like at the, uh, somewhat at the peak of like, you know, c- cop killings and shit. That shit was bad then in the early 90s. So when you came around to the, to the late 90s and 2000s, you had a lot of us that we just wasn't running the street like that Because our parents were sheltering us because they were trying to keep us away from that. So I I see that on a lot of parents nowadays because it's almost it's weird because you have sheltered parents trying to raise kids in a way that is very unorthodox and it's causing a lot of problems. Like that one little bad apple is like it fucks up everything. Like I said, man, my son is in a class with with kids at 10, 11 little girls and they're watching porn. And that's because. It's a lot of weird shit going on in these homes and we don't really, we can't really pinpoint where it comes from, but we know that a good amount of the times that parent probably was sheltered, doesn't really have a, a rational view of the world and the shit is just wild, man. I, I talk about this all the time, like conditioning and brainwashing, like a lot of people do things today that they don't even understand like why they like obsess over it. And it's like, dude, like, it's just deep conditioning. It's brainwashing. Like, you're doing this because you're seeing it on TV. I was talking to, uh, to my son about Frozen 2. And I was talking about how a lot of little, like, 9 to 10-year-olds, boys and girls, may go watch Frozen 2. And as they're looking at this movie, like, they're seeing these two white girls that are somewhat powerful. They're more of the heroes. And the one masculine male figure on there is a fucking simp. And, like... They and and all they see this whole two hours is this guy technically being rejected, and he's chasing this girl so he can propose to her. And this little subtle programming is letting is, is this little boy is watching it. And he's sitting there like, damn, like so. That's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to chase a girl that's that's strong and powerful. And like it's the subtle programming. I think Eddie Griffith talked about he this. Thought. <laughs> you know, and a lot of us. I mean, even with the Disney, like. Our our generation was affected by that the most, trying to chase the uh, the, the the prince the prince charming. It's was like,
0: was it a chase or was it a pursuit?
1: That, and, the, and a lot of times that shit was chase, like. You, or
0: was it just a synonym? Yeah. <laughs> do how do y'all feel about that now? The
2: I still stand on what, what I still stand now. on
1: what I say because when it all comes down to it, like he said, it's a synonym, pursuit, chase, stalking. It's all it all comes down to.
2: There's only one little difference to me between pursuit and chase. Pursuit i think you said it in the, in the blog was uh it's an individual effort i would say chase it's like a not a mutual understanding but both people understand what's going on one is actively running away and the other one is actively chasing behind them but the pursuit is more so one-sided in terms of like you trying to make yourself available you're trying to be in the scene in the area in the general area of the person so they, yeah so they could potentially engage you and all that type of shit. but Peep, that's, that's pretty, pretty much the only what difference. about
0: stalking Stalking. That's Joe. That's that's, a, that's Joe. That's that's a, that's a um, second degree misdemeanor.
1: I think it is. What your boy Joe? His show just came out today. I know. I know. Man, he is the king of stalking, bro.
0: But but to me, it's kind of like and and I, I I would tell my girlfriend this. I would tell her. I was like, I will chase you forever as long as I know that I have you. Hmm. I'm going to continue to chase you. I have you. I know I'm 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 always going to chase you. But if it comes a point in time where I know that I'm not going to have you or that you're not mine anymore then I'm not chasing you.
1: That's Disney. I ain't trying to be funny, but that's Disney though. Like that's that's a that's a Disney mindset. Yeah. And that's that's what we re, that's how we were conditioned as men to be. Like we see that as noble. We're like we see what we want and we chase it. Because once again, we see that as that's what a man should do and we've been seeing that for 20, 30 years and not just Disney. Like it was movies out there like that too. Where All was, the movies are like that. Low key, it would happen. And now it's transitioning over to the female power. Now you have an all-female fight club about to come out. You got you got all-female Ghostbusters. Like you got Captain Marvel. You got Wonder Woman. Everything is transitioning to the point where you're looking at like, well, okay, yeah, women are in power. I'm totally fine with that.
2: What about your other story? Let's see the girl with the
1: army man. Oh Jesus Christ! You had. A, uh, I'm guessing a little girl went into a went into a store one day. And she realized that all the all the little plastic army men were just they were plastic army men. So I guess she put up enough of enough of an uproar to where, you know, I guess maybe Mattel, a certain company was like, hey, you know, we need to we need to make some we need to make some much. We need to make some some female some female army army people, army it, women, army women. It's like, let me tell you something. That is totally fine. I get it. But. It took a little six-year-old girl to make a company realize that. So when I when I think of that, I, I have to ask myself, what's the what, what was the notion behind that? And in in reality, it's it's it, you when you think about army guy, army person, you generally think about a man wanting to go to that profession. And there's brainwashing and conditioning in that too, because you're more likely to see a guy hit a certain roadblock in his life. He's like, shit, fucking, I'm gonna join the military. You're less likely For a woman to do that You know a woman today 18, 19 years old doing? they hit a robot Strip They going to Onlyfans.com And they stripping now They're not thinking About no army men They're not trying To be in the military
0: They are thinking About army men Oh yeah <laughs> how, how you think They're going to get paid yeah, That's true That's true They're going to get married While he deployed
1: Dog That's It's the deep conditioning
2: Dog Like But well Why are you being so negative It's a beautiful story <laughs> These little girls now get to have garbage toys like we had. Very true. Army men was the worst toy that you could possibly
1: have.
0: I swear to God, they were. And they gave you like 107,000 of them. Like, like, what
1: am I but, doing all these niggas going to war? But, but, <laughs> that shit is trash. They have, they have tits now. So that, that makes a difference, right?
0: I'm interested. Hold on. Go.
1: What are the details <laughs> they about? Have, they have tits. Nah. See, see I, grew,
0: I grew up with sisters, so I always had my wrestler trying to date a Barbie. That she And she was like six foot tall, and he probably would be like five 9 oh, Don't
1: get me started on the Barbie, <laughs> Like, Like, the reality that we are in, when I question it, I question it from a place of concern and curiosity. So when it comes off as negative, it's hilarious because I'm just challenging what they're trying to brainwash you into thinking is is cool it's like my question is why are we doing this why is Gabriel union posting two gay santas why if there are two gay santas what does that really mean for christmas and again that's what i don't understand it's kind of like
0: you can't <sighs> are they fucking in the book i and say look. I'm just trying I to figure no out if idea. they fucking in the book. I have no idea. And it doesn't it doesn't matter about if you if the if the moral of the story is I need to deliver these presents.
1: Dog. No. Shit, I don't, I don't do care it. what
0: set I got going on in, in Behind closed doors as long as I'm getting my presence on time
1: The only way they could be gay is if they fucking So I'm just trying to figure out if they fucking in the book But it's kind of like Cause cause okay like a kid's book. Even, even if the boy,
0: look, the little boy is gay Or identifies himself as a girl you can still Look up and say I have a mom and a dad And not feel bad about that Like I mean, not feel weird about that why does that have to be something That's all inclusive like okay I feel gay so therefore I need to Make sure that you know my parents are Gay or that I have some kind of gay role models
1: Like that's, that's not what's necessary. Next, though. that's what next because it really feels like all this is it's gonna come out to be like Gabriel Union and, and uh D- Dwayne Wade are swingers or some shit and they're both open they're both gay
2: but really I think
0: it's what Jay is saying um she's doing all this to make her gay son feel comfortable and I think the best way to make him feel comfortable is to be like hey this world is gonna treat you different and you need to be prepared and it goes all the way back to the Lizzo conversation I'm not okay
2: with this because she's over sexualizing her fucking little son why is your little son twerking and shit?
1: I'm a Is he like
2: ten? This, but I, I believe he may be like twelve or thirteen. But that's still this too is, young to be all super sexual and doing all this.
1: This is negative Willie about to talk.
2: Straight or gay? I'm not having you doing this. <laughs> I need to find some omnious music. You know need I'm to find get
1: you some sage too, since I'm the negative most negative person.
2: It better be gender biased or gender neutral music.
1: As as a as a, as a father, podcast. <laughs> I love the fact that Gabriel Union wants to make. Her bubble, her bubble. It's a bubble. I want to make this kid feel good about his decision he made.
2: My lack of accountability bubble. Go ahead.
1: I keep him in this bubble, and I and he he's gonna love coming home because when he comes home, that's when he no longer has to face reality. Because in the real world, him in the real world, if a little ten or eleven year old boy that his parents weren't uh, Gabriel Union and Dwayne Wade, they may get bullied at school. So. My thing is He oh,
0: might get bullied Because his parents Are Dwayne Wade possibly, and really Union.
1: Or who knows What's going on In these liberal schools These little liberal Private schools that go that so There's probably A bunch of little Gay boys in there But the reality is you're, you're trying to Shelter them from reality And we just talked about How our generation Did that the most If you don't want If you, if you cannot face The harsh reality That is reality Then what are you Really teaching somebody You're teaching them That the world Is always going to Cater to you That is not true it's not that's dishonest, that's bad parenting. If you really want to be honest, it's, it's not I'm not gonna say bad parenting. It's questionable parenting because nobody's really and, and I don't know, I don't know the ins and outs of their, their their parenting and all that, but when you go out of your way to go to a special gay section to go get a gay Santa Claus book, you you you, you, you see it yourself. I had to go to the minority section that's probably not that big to get him this book. To make him realize, oh, yeah, you know, being gay is cool. Being gay is normal. But y'all only represent like 3% of the population.
0: I got, I got a homegirl whose son is gay. He's like a junior, senior in high school. Introduced him, hey, the real world is going to look at you wild because you're different. His dad taught him how to fight. So he's showing up with nail polish, lip gloss. He got on platform shoes and he running fades. Cause that's 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 that's, that's, that's the point of it. Like they're going to treat you different, and you either sit there and you take that shit, or you run fades. And he runs fades.
1: So he so he's still able to hold his his position as being gay, but now he can protect himself. That is re- so. What what are you going to tell if let's say you have a daughter, she's 17, 18 years old. They're telling you rapes at universities are at the highest level. Blah blah blah. Your daughter's about to be eighteen years old. What are you probably gonna do for her to make sure that she can protect herself at college?
0: I'm get her a pistol.
1: What's so hard about that? Or 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 what are these parents gonna do today? Hey, you know, just cut your head, up, cut your hair off, just say you a man.
0: <laughs> that, that's basically what's avoid going it. On. Just avoid it.
1: You're, you're you're avoiding reality by doing that. No. You face reality. You protect yourself. You get pepper spray. You get a gun. You go on a kickboxing class to a boxing class, and you let and you and you on, uh, what you do? You practice discipline, because when you practice discipline, you don't have to worry about somebody slipping a roofie into your fucking drink. Because you want to, you know, go to a frat party or a sorority party where it's predators around. Like you're not trying to t- you're, When you're when you're scared to tell somebody the truth, in that moment, you're basically lying to them.
2: You basically just gave the whole plot to higher learning.
1: Oh damn! I forgot about that. It, movies like that actually And that shit was in the nineties—we've—we've <laughs> we've regressed, bro. We, We've—we've—we're—we're we're going backwards, man. Like we're—we're we're going backwards. Uh, It's—it it's, is what it is, though. I mean, if people are happy in their bubbles, let them be happy. But we—we we, we know what happens to bubbles eventually. You
2: could be in your bubble, but stop questioning me. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, alone. Yeah, like, Please leave me alone.
1: Realize that you're in a bubble. While you're in that bubble, I'm gonna navigate this real world. I I navigate through your bubble. I know your bubble is is bullshit. It's fickle. It's gonna pop one day. It is what it is.
2: You can but, have training wheels. That's cool. <laughs> I'm still skating off
1: on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but man, I ain't going hold y'all up too too much longer, bro. It's it's been nice, man.
0: We we appreciate you, deep thought.
1: Oh, man. Why well, I gotta be that, dude <laughs> Well, I gotta, be, sure, they sure think they think deeper to me.
2: Hey, man, not really, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hanging in there, man. <laughs>
1: Don't fall into the rabbit hole, man. How was that, How was that? How was chicken tenders? You, you told them up when you got home?
2: Yeah, I mean, the last two that you left me since <laughs> you took the whole damn box up. <laughs> but nah, them hoes were hitting too, boy.
1: The I told man. you,
2: I told you they were not gonna make it to your no, side. No, my man. son
1: had, I had three. He had three.
2: Hey, saying, if you're bro. listening, man, please, your, your father <laughs> did, supposedly bring you some
0: food, but he ate all that shit though. I ate the tail, Yo. You, you took, you took all the eat chicken tenders, bro. No, he had
1: three. I had three, bro
0: After you had know. how many while you were there, though?
1: I have a four niggas eat, man. Real niggas eat, bro. You just don't overindulge, and that's not overindulging, because I can, I can, I can eat seven tenders.
0: Yeah, I, you burned it off. I'll give you that. Just, Just burn it off. That, okay. okay. Hey, what
1: type of shoes you got on, Sean?
2: Some uh Nike light twos or something like that, I believe. Okay, okay. They were about thirty dollars, you know what I mean? Some real affordable type of style. Oh nice. Type of shit.
1: Nice. Okay. Still on
2: Because Well just told me last podcast I can't dress and everything, so that's kind of crazy. Like, oh no, I was just oh,
1: saying I was hurt, man. I was about no, to. No, I was blocked.
2: Well, you know what I'm saying? Damn. Like Will see me wearing streetwear, he think that's the only stuff I wear, type I, shit. You know
1: what I mean? He hurt
2: my fact, feelings. I was no, hurt. No, no, I was hurt. Damn. damn. Apologize. <laughs> 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 I'm just fucking around. <laughs>
1: but no, I mean, yeah. I think I forgot. I forgot I had said that shit. But no, I, I still compliment everything. Fuck off. But uh, oh, <laughs> I got words of advice.
0: Um, my words of advice are, uh your inner turmoil is always going to be more important than anything that's going on outside. If you ain't right within, then you ain't got to You you really can't focus on what's going on outside. So make sure that you're right within. You want you want a little bit more deep thought or or nah? No, that you
1: just spit that Lauren Hill. I just had to. Oh okay. <laughs> what did she say? If you are you gonna. Right with me, what she said. Uh,
0: either way, how you gonna yeah. win?
1: How you gonna win? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just plagiarized but I just,
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, but they, they you know, you're not, you not. It's, it's a fact. Like you, you said, you fight yourself, you can't fight nobody else if you beat up on your own damn self. This is true. Mix that with your henny.
1: <laughs> all right, man. I'm just stick to what I said, man. Um, for 2020 in general, and this is where his advice, I, I feel like no matter what people say, I think willpower, discipline, and being strategic in the way you move is is beneficial to everybody. I think if you wanna live a more stress-free, stress-free life, I mean, find structure. Um, and I think that, can, that, that could probably guide you to a life that is more suitable for you. And you can find that peace that you want and you don't have to drown yourself in <laughs> antidepressant cocktails. But um yeah, man, uh I hope everybody enjoys twenty twenty and you know, happy new year or whatever. But uh if if you take anything that I said <laughs> and you flip it and make it like super negative, we're gonna have problems. But yeah, that's all I gotta say.
2: Just because the light is green doesn't mean you shouldn't look both ways. Say it again. That's pretty much it, man. I'll see y'all boys later man it's been a pleasure chopping it up with y'all boys thankfully Jay didn't make me sign in for this one but you know what I'm saying hey you're working on that man you we, you got
0: to know who coming through <laughs> you got to know who coming through Hat
1: down and everything
0: say say that that was, that was the club owner that ain't had nothing to do with me
1: damn
0: that was they rules well y'all know where y'all can find us man
1: hell
2: of a club
0: by the way it's a, a lovely club
1: bruh it was nice though mama Brooke she put it down man she's she's good people you need to do a podcast, whatever, before you leave. Just it'll be the first podcast, twenty nah, twenty. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, man, y'all know where y'all can find this, man. Spotify, SoundCloud, um, Apple Podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Please rate, leave a comment. This is when we feel like it. Podcast and no boundary podcast. Um, yeah, uh, twenty twenty. Here we come, and um, I don't know how to do, Sean, sign off.
0: Well, you got him here, let
2: him do his sign-off. Hey man, it's been your boy Sean, Jay, well, gone. That wasn't so hard. It wasn't.
0: But, ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe what can be more special than that there is no boundary.